0: Thank you so much for coming through and listening to the Forum at 8 this morning and today we're talking about a medical disposal Now many couples in South Africa who suffer the loss of a pregnancy either through termination or miscarriage often express the desire to bury or to cremate the fetus and as parents they feel that it is within their choice to do so, to say a final goodbye in the hopes of in some instances finding some form of closure However, current legislation does not allow for this. Instead and fetuses are disposed of as medical waste. So, this morning on the forum at 8, uh, we ask should parents have the final decision in determining the final rights? For the fetus and joining us for the conversation, Dr. Terence Carter, who's Deputy Director General at the Department of Health. Uh, Unfortunately, seemingly that line dropped. We'll get him back. We also have with us uh, Sonia Smith, Managing Director for the Elite uh, Funeral Group, um, uh, joining us on the line. Uh, Thank you so much for your time this morning. Okay seemingly we're having problems with uh, both those lines. We'll try and get both our guests back, uh, Sonia Smith as well as Dr. Terence Carter and uh, Sonia is uh, someone who's made it her cause to address and to change legislation in South Africa with regards to stillborn children who die before uh, the age of 26 weeks of gestation. Now the constitutional challenge at the moment is to try and amend the current legislation so that it allows uh, expectant parents who suffer loss of a pregnancy either through termination or miscarriage to elect whether they want to bury or cremate the child or whether the hospital should dispose of it. So um, let's just see if our guests are back with us there. Dr. Terence Carter, thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. A very emotional subject, this one. Uh, But I think one that's very important uh, that South Africans need to talk about. Now, uh, perhaps a good place to start, uh, Dr. Carter, would be to look at the legislation as it currently stands and uh, pertains to uh, children, uh, fetuses who are either stillborn or um, have been uh, born before that. So what does the legislation say currently?
1: Okay, so the legislation that uh, defines what is uh, stillbirth or not stillbirth is, in fact, uh, legislation under the Department of Home Affairs, which is the Birth and Death Registration Act of 1992. Now, what that legislation says is that a stillborn baby is a baby that is born um, dead, and having uh, had a gestation of at least 26 weeks or more. In other words, if a mother has been pregnant for 26 or more, and a baby is born and is not alive, that baby by definition uh, is stillborn. In other words, um, any baby born before 26 weeks is not considered to be stillborn.
0: So it's not afforded personhood, in other words.
1: That is correct.
0: And then, and then just talk to us about that because uh, you know these are some of the issues that people find confusing. Uh, because uh, when you talk about personhood and how that is actually afforded to um, a baby, what are the uh, sort of regulations that govern that?
1: Well, unfortunately, there are no other regulations apart from uh, a determination of, of twenty-six weeks. Uh, because as you know, uh, the challenge is, so, so in other words, any baby born before 26 weeks is considered to be a miscarriage as opposed to be a stillborn. And I think the definition has, is related to the ability of a fetus to sustain life. In other words, whether the fetus is capable of independent life. Now, medically, um, at the time, it was determined that um, uh, From about 26 weeks, if a a baby is born at uh, around 26 weeks, that baby is capable of independent life. Um, Whereas before 26 weeks, uh, the the, the baby is not uh, capable of independent life, and therefore uh, that is the cutoff that, that is used, which means that whatever happens before 26 weeks, Uh, that uh, baby will not be able to to live on its own, whatever one does, and therefore a determination is made that it's a miscarriage before 26 weeks.
0: Now, I want to bring in uh, Sonia Smith here, and Sonia is a managing director for Elite Funeral Group. And um, she has, as I said earlier, made it a cause for herself uh, to address and try and change the legislation in South Africa with regard to stillborn children, uh, those who die before uh, 26 weeks of gestation. And uh, Sonia, you heard um, Dr. Carter was explaining to us the legalities around this. Why do you feel it's important to actually challenge this law?
2: Yes, uh, good morning, and good morning, Dr. Carter. Um, good I'm morning. Sonia Smith from the Sonia Smith Funeral Group in Pretoria, and there are actually a very complicated legislation involved here. It's not only the Department of Health that is involved. We also have the Department of Environmental Affairs as well as the Department of Home Affairs. So this is quite a, a grey area in the current legislation because... Um, You know, it's all about parents' grief after a miscarriage. And miscarriage is a tragic possibility that faces expecting parents of all cultures and all walks of life. And I know of babies who survived born at 22 weeks, born at 24 weeks. So the the, the problem in the law is there's such a grey area. If you ask five medical practitioners, you're going to get five different answers in terms of how they interpret the guidelines laid down by the World Health Organization. One, would, one doctor would say to you, I will work on weight. If the, if the fetus weighs 500 grams, I will regard it as viable. If the, another doctor will say, no, I work on 800 grams. The third doctor will say, I will do what the parents ask, because it's about grief, it's about the healing process." Another doctor will say the law states the viability of life cutoff is twenty six weeks after twenty six wo- weeks it is regarded as a stillborn baby and uh, only then will I sign the necessary documents in order to allow the parents to give their miscarried baby or stillborn child um, a legal and dignified funeral. <laughs>
0: So just in dealing with some of these parents, what are some of the effects that you've noted uh, that uh, this has on parents when they are not granted a choice as to have a funeral for their miscarried children?
2: It is a very traumatic incident. It is like like a missing child because the parents don't know what happened in real life to the little fetus, to the little body of what they perceived as their baby. You do not say, I am expecting a fetus until 26 weeks, thereafter you refer to the fetus as a baby. From the day that you planned the, the, the pregnancy, you get your pregnancy test positive, you go for your 3D and 4D sonar scans, you have your baby shower, it is your baby. It is perceived to be your baby. So one cannot minimize the loss. If you lose your what you perceive as your baby at 20 weeks, How can the law prescribe to you what must happen to the little body? You have absolutely no say. The law says this is anatomical and pathological waste. Therefore, it has to be incinerated together with amputated limbs, organs, and all sorts of medical waste. This is inhumane.
0: Have you, uh, Sonia, looked at how this um, changes, varies from uh, culture to culture, from religion across uh, the uh, various racial groupings? Um, Did you manage to actually speak to people and gather some knowledge about their experiences and what the desires are from parents across those divides? Yes,
2: I think this is a universal problem. And what is very interesting is that there is a loophole in the system. Whereby in terms of cultural or religious reasons, you are allowed to remove a piece of human tissue. That is what this little baby is referred to. You're allowed to refer to, to take the piece of human tissue with you, provided that you go to the police, complete an affidavit, and sign the necessary affidavit at the hospitals, the various hospitals across South Africa, to say that you will treat this piece of human tissue in terms of the various legislation involved. So it is it is a, a basic need of of all through all cultures, through all religions, that it is your wish to, to bury your stillborn fetus born at between say twenty and twenty six weeks, irrespective of this age. And in some cultures I know they have to take the, the placenta back to the homeland where they bury it in the huts. And this is the loophole that is now causing the system because the placenta may be removed for religious and cultural reasons. The placenta is attached to the baby. And in this manner, the babies are being taken out of hospital for burial purpose, but as a piece of human tissue. And I'm just saying, where is the dignity in all this?
0: Now, you spoke earlier about the law and the fact that it uh, cuts across various departments, not only the Department of Health. Um, uh, Which are the other departments uh, that have a vested interest in this and where do they come in?
2: It's definitely the the Department of Environmental Affairs because um, it defines anatomical and pathological waste in one of their regulations as including a non-viable fetus. And there there were huge... Uh, problems in the news of lately about these medical waste plants where they showed on the television, on the news, about all these little red buckets. They contain the fetuses, babies that were born dead, fetuses that were born that were just dumped in in warehouses to be incinerated. Some of these, uh, you know, dated back months. And there's a huge controversy at the moment about all that. And then also, I would just like to mention, in terms of the viability of life, um, in terms of the Department of Home Affairs, which is the, the answer to your question, that is the other department involved in terms of registering, um, after 26 weeks you can get a death certificate. But, you know, in terms of, I don't want to go talk about abortion, but in terms of the choice on the termination of Pregnancy Act, you might terminate your pregnancy for social and economical reasons into alia up to 20 weeks. Not 26, 20. So in my mind, that law con- considers the viability of life to be 20 weeks. Why then is there this grey area where the other legislation only talks from 26 weeks upwards? They regard the fetus as being
1: viable for life.
0: Well, let's ask Dr Carter.
1: Look, I think that there's, uh, there, there are a number of different things that Sonia refers to, and uh, it, it, it uh, one should be careful not to conflate all of them. I think the most important point that Sonia makes, uh, which I think is the main purpose of this discussion, and that is about the disposal of a fetus, irrespective of the age of the fetus. And I fully agree with Sonia that there's probably
0: a... Dr. Carter? Okay, uh just a slight problem there with uh, Dr. Carter, uh, putting him back on in response uh, to what Sonia has raised and uh, just looking at uh, some of the messages already uh, coming through here. Um, uh, this one says, it's from uh, Komotsu, who says, I totally agree with your guest. Her point around the legal humanity practice uh, makes a sound argument to me. Uh, Gubza says, uh, what is Sonia's response if someone had to say she, after all, is after potential business because she Is in the funeral business. So we'll come back to those and other comments, uh, but let's uh, just hear from Dr. Carter, him completing uh, his response to Sonia. Dr. Carter?
1: Okay, so the point that I was making, uh, the the most important point that Sonia makes, which I agree with fully, and I think that uh, the point that Sonia makes, in fact, might be a constitutional matter in terms of the right to dignity and respect, certainly for the mother. Um, so the 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 big issue is about the disposal of the the baby now as a, as our legislation stands currently um until a fetus is twenty six weeks or older that uh, uh, the, the the miscarriage is considered as sonia correctly says as medical waste and therefore is dealt with as medical waste now I, I think it's important just to state that not all medical waste that you see in the yellow buckets is necessarily fetal remains. I mean, there are lots of other uh, medical waste that you would find in those uh, yellow buckets. But I think the point is that medical waste, as Sonia correctly says, falls under the Department of Environmental Affairs. Our medical waste is dealt with, uh, Mm. quite importantly. But what Sonia is referring to is a need for us to have a debate around the choice of parents on what to do with a miscarriage irrespective of what the age of this miscarriage is because quite importantly and i think Sonia makes a good point that uh, babies are actually fully formed at about three months of gestation so anytime between three months and uh, four or five months in fact what you have is a baby that is for all intents and purposes fully formed although may or may not be able to sustain life independently She's also correct to say that uh, babies who have weighed five hundred grams, sometimes even slightly less than that, we've seen those those kind of babies survive. Mm. whereas certainly when I was a young doctor, the cutoff weight was a thousand grams. Anything less than a thousand grams was considered to be non viable, and nowadays we know that even at four hundred and fifty grams. Uh, babies can be viable, but we're not talking about those babies who survive. We're talking about those babies who are, or fetuses less than 26 grams, uh, sorry, 26 weeks of gestation who have not survived, who are then by us treated as medical waste. Now, um, I have not previously engaged Sonia on this, but I think that there would be value in us getting together as the Department of Health with the Department of Environmental Affairs um, and the Department of Home Affairs, all the parties involved and to look at the issues that Sonia has raised because I think there's merit in what she raises in terms of how we dispose our fetuses who are less than 26 weeks of age. I think there's merit in looking at that, and we certainly would be willing to do that.
0: Mm. And hence, we're having this discussion this morning to ask whether parents should have the final decision in determining what the final rights are for a fetus. 0891104208 is the call-in number. And our guest this morning, Dr. Terence Carter, Deputy Director General at the Department of Health, and also Sonia Smith, a Managing Director for Elite Funeral Group. Uh, let me read some of the messages here uh, seeing that we're coming up to news time. This one from Des Weeks and Des says, um, upgrade fetuses from industrial waste? No. Funerals are for the remaining uh, closure, remembering a departed uh, lived life uh, when like a chicken piece an entity falls off the conveyor belt for life. A soul is but an illusion. It dies with a flicker within the brain uh, soberingly. That's from uh, Des Leaks. And then um, Unati Kwaza says uh, I wish that we whether parents decide for government to dispose of or the fetus, or they do it themselves, uh, that it happens in a dignified manner. I've heard too many disgusting stories of how medical personnel treat stillborns, and I'm glad that the parents are getting on board with this. Uh, Opa Mashishi says, if you bury the features, what will be the date and birth, uh, date of birth and uh, date of death on the obituary? Uh, Opa. Okay, uh, I'll get someone to answer. Uh, Luambo says um, every human being for uh, the purposes of South African law is recognized as a person, but not all legal persons are human beings. And um, that's also another very complicated uh, process, isn't it, uh, Dr. Carter, uh, when it comes to actually uh, determining the the legal requirements uh, that go along to determine that personhood? Yeah,
1: absolutely, and that is why, in fact, um, uh, we only issue a death certificate uh, when a fetus has reached uh, a gestation age of 26 weeks or older. Uh, And that that determination doesn't come from the Department of Health, but but from the uh, law that determines birth and death registration. So uh, a person is not registered as a person unless that... um, uh, that person has reached a gestation age of of twenty six. Uh, when when that person is then considered to be stillborn, so prior to that uh, that uh, gestation age, that person is not considered a person. And as I say, that that is a determination that is made uh, by the uh, Birth and Death, Death Registration Act of the Department of Home Affairs. Um, So so that's part of the difficulty that one has. And therefore, if um, a fetus is born prior to 26 weeks, in fact, we do not issue a death certificate. We do issue a notice of death, but it's not a death certificate because the person does not have a legal persona.
0: Mm. And I was reading earlier, you know, um, the term birth and the regulations uh, that governs this are uh, uh, regulated by two common law requirements. And it states that the, the delivery must be fully completed. There must be a total separation between the body of the mother and that of the infant. And the child must be or have been alive and lived independently after separation, even if it was only for a short period. And of a stillborn fetus, um, or one that dies during delivery. Delivery is hence not accorded uh, personhood status and uh, speaking to what Dr. Carter was just saying. Thanks for staying with us on SAFM and uh, this morning we are talking about a medical disposal and more importantly uh, we're looking at uh, the rights of parents. Should parents have the final decision in determining the final rights of a fetus? Uh, that's what we're asking 891 uh, That's the call in number and our guest Dr. Terence Carter from the uh, Department of Health and uh, Sonia Smith, Managing Director at uh, the Elite Funeral Group. Let me read some of the messages coming through. Um, from our Facebook page, uh, Malazi says, uh, yes, because uh, these are babies at the end of the day, they must determine the final closure depending on their culture, religion and self-belief. And then this one from He uh, says, the minute the couple get the news of a pregnancy, everything changes and expectations are there and the expectations are high. And when the unborn baby..." Passes on, then we must be given the freedom to determine and get closure in a way that obviously suits the parents. And then um, a few more messages uh, from uh, the SMS line. Uh, this one from Tabo says Sonia obviously wants to boost revenue for her funeral parlor. Millie says, I had a friend who worked in a hospital and she saw fetuses that were thrown into the bins that were still alive and it changed her uh, view against abortion. Sarah says, The moment there's a fetus, it is a human being in the sight of God so no man has a right to dispose again of a human child says Sakina we already have a shortage of burial space by law a fetus is not a baby unless it would have been uh a to its advantage to be considered a baby. And A.B. in Gauteng says, after allowing thousands of abortions, now you worry about the fetus. Uh, do you know where we are going? That's a question from A.B. in Gauteng. And uh, what are your views on this matter? Khumutso uh, says on Twitter, I totally agree with your guess. her points around the legal inhumanity practice. Uh, Gubza says, uh, what is Sonia's response if someone had to say she's after potential business after all she runs a funeral business? So uh, let's just get uh, responses to that. Uh, Sonia, let me start with you.
2: Yeah, I believe everybody is entitled to their opinion. I can just say I've been fighting for this cause for 11 years, um, and it started off with a call to my funeral home to collect a pair of triplets who were born at 20 weeks of gestation. And as I got to the hospital, they were missing. They were gone. And I said, but you... You you, you let me come as a funeral director to come and collect them because the doctor in this instance has agreed to sign the necessary paperwork. And when I got there, they were missing. And it just so happened that the medical waste truck had already collected them. And this has been haunting me for years. And then my daughter had a miscarriage. So uh, this is not about the money. This is about a cause. This is about a legacy. This is about a law that needs to be changed. And I just would like to thank Dr. Carter for, for, um, for his sympathetic way in dealing with this problem because I, I must just say also to Dr. Carter that I have already sent out letters via my legal team to all three of the departments involved on the 28th of September last year calling for a roundtable discussion about this matter. Two of the ministers responded. They just acknowledged receipt of my letters. The third one did not which is why I am now proceeding to, the, to launch an application with the High Court to get this matter sorted once and for all. I read a medical uh, legal info, say, dated about 40 years ago, where this whole issue was investigated in a medical journal, and somebody no, said somebody has to telephone. do something about this. It's now 30, 40 years later, and this issue has just sort of been rubbed underneath the carpet for all these years. Nobody is actually standing up and saying something should be done about this. And it's not about the rights of a fetus. Please don't misunderstand. This is about the choice of bereaved parents to have a say as to what should happen to the remains of their, what they perceive as their baby. And for them to get healing through the process of having a dignified funeral.
0: Mm. Dr Carter as uh, Sonia was saying earlier different doctors would do different things uh, but can doctors be criminalized for um, circumventing the law by signing death certificates uh, prior to the 26 weeks gestation period?
1: No, I think one needs to be quite clear about what doctors do and and, and do not do. Doctors in fact don't issue death certificates. Uh, so the form that the uh, doctors complete is a death notification form. Now, um, uh, that, so, 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 so the, only, the only body that issues death certificates is the Department of Home Affairs. Uh, and uh, the death notification form, which is a B1 uh, um, a home affairs form, will indicate whether it is still birth, birth or not. What doctors can do in the kind of circumstances that Sonia is referring to is to issue a a notice of death um, and and not a death notification form that is handed to Home Affairs in order to get a death certificate because uh, for that to happen after the age of 26 weeks of gestation, um, as as quite quite correctly pointed out, the the, the current law will need to be amended. So that's that's a different discussion about at what point does one consider uh, a a, a fetus that is born to uh, to either be stillbirth or a miscarriage. At the moment, that cut-off point is 26 weeks. But that's not the discussion that we're having this morning. The discussion that we're having this morning is about not what the cut-off is, but once that that, uh, fetus has been born and the fetus is not alive, do the parents have a choice as to how that body is disposed of? And uh, what the point that Sonia is making is that parents should have a choice mm. and the point that I am making is I think that that is a valid point to make it's a valid argument, and I think that it is incumbent on us as government departments to look into the implications of what is being requested and whether whether or not that can be accommodated because I think there is merit in in the request to leave the choice of the disposal. Of the body of uh, the, the the infant uh, to the parents. Um, at the moment, below 26 weeks, it's considered as a miscarriage. It's considered as medical waste, and it is disposed as medical waste. However, uh, the question as to whether or not parents should have a choice in that, uh, that matter of disposal, I think there's merit to have that discussion.
0: Mm, but inevitably, and I know, um, both you and Sonia have made this point that we shouldn't be conflating issues, but inevitably these things do actually come into play, um, because you yourself, Dr. Carter, said that, uh, by 12 weeks, that you, you would have this fetus fully formed. So who knows what sort of attachment, um, you know, there may be from the mother, from the, fa- the, the father, the family of uh, this uh, being. And therefore, you know, yes, it comes back to the question we are asking, should parents have the final decision? And all of that will then come in to inform at what stage? Because what if someone says that even at 12 weeks, they actually want to bury that fully formed fetus?
1: Yeah, that is precisely the point that I'm making. I think that there's merit in us having that discussion about uh, the choice exercised by parents with respect to that. And you're quite correct. Um, Particularly now that we have ultrasound, sonar, you know that once diagnosis these days is made of a pregnancy. Um, uh, Mothers, uh, as soon as that uh, fetus is fully formed, um, they watch the movements uh, of 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 the fetus uh, um, uh, up until uh, um, uh, the the time when the when the baby is ready to be born so so it is possible for emotional attachments to develop um and it is therefore important that we recognize the need for parents um to 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 exercise that choice in terms of um uh, grieving for an unborn born, uh, child that, that unfortunately died. There might also be, as in some religions, religious reasons why the disposal needs to be, needs to happen in a way that uh, that uh, is determined by that particular uh, religion. And I'm certainly aware during the time that I was a hospital manager that for some religions we did allow that uh, for religions uh, or, or persons. From particular religions to to take uh, both uh, the unborn or rather the, the 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 fetus as well as the placenta to dispose of it in the way that that particular religion um, demanded, and and we we certainly allow that. Um, the the problem which Sonia makes is that currently there is no consistent policy mm. that guides um, what 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 happens. So at the moment it is left. Um, to individual institutions uh, since the determination is that a baby born before 26 weeks is medical waste and therefore it is treated as medical waste. The alternate options depend on individual choice, um, depending on where one finds oneself. And I think there's a need for us to provide more clear policy and guidance mm. uh, in respect of that, and then also to listen sensitively to the kind of comments made by people like Sonia and others.
0: And uh, this is exactly why we're also having this discussion this morning because I think it's an important one whereby we as a nation need to come together and decide where the final choice should lie should parents have the final decision in determining the final rights for a fetus. Let's go to the lines 891 Uh Renaldine Ingram uh, from Voice of Unborn Babies in Pretoria. Good morning. Uh, good morning. How are you? Well, and you?
3: I can't complain. Um, yeah, um, I'm the attorney of record for Voice of the Unborn Baby, uh, who is actually part of the legal team um, in in the attempt to amend legislation. Um, so, hi Sonia.
2: Hello, Rinaldi.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, practically, I've I've listened to the discussion um, with with the doctor now, and I think um, his his comments and his opinion is actually they are right on track. The purpose of the application that we are bringing is to amend legislation to align it with the constitutional rights um, of of bereaved parents. Now, the rights that we are looking at is the right to privacy, the right to equality, and the right to dignity. Now, uh, the arguments um, regarding uh, our fight for 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 equality and privacy and dignity is quite a a complicated uh, argument, but. We must remember that um, in in South Africa, a fetus uh, does not have any rights. So you cannot speak about fighting for the rights of the fetus. Um, We are practically just fighting for the rights of the parents who have a decision Mm. um, to decide whether they want to um, bury or cremate the fetus or if they want to uh, record the fetus um, or have the hospital... Uh, dispose of the fetus um, in, in the way it has been uh, disposed of of fetuses under 26 weeks um, what one must also remember is that we are not talking about the viability of a fetus um, viability is a the, the viability of a fetus um, is not at all in discussion here um, we we do not intend to to argue that a fetus um, is viable at 22 weeks um we like 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 I said a fetus doesn't have have any rights and um, going into an argument about the, vi- uh, the the viability of a fetus um fighter has been fought in courts for for many years um so that is not the purpose of of the application um so yeah that is the, just just from from a legal perspective um that is that is the process and that is what voice of the unborn baby um stands for and what uh, we as a legal team fight, uh, we are
0: fighting for. Rinaldi Ingram, thank you so much. Um, the rights of the parents is what is paramount. Uh, should parents have the final decision in determining the final rights of the fetus? Aloysius in Pretoria, good morning.
4: Morning, Fatina, Morning to your listeners and morning to your guests. Um, mm-hmm. To start with Dr. Carter, I don't make uh, my heart for you uh, because of the, way, the effective way with which you discharge your duties. I had personally uh, encountered you over an email, and your duties were effectively discharged without even knowing who I am. Um, the, que- the the question I have, or well, my opinion is, a fetus that is born, or even after 26 weeks, if the the, the 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 baby was is still born, um, the baby never lived in this world. He only lived in the womb. So what will be the I mean, what will be the date of birth, and what will be the de- the date of death? So for any baby, either stillborn or born less than 22 weeks of age, I don't think we need to start according to burial rights and studying uh, graves.
0: But, but but whose choice is that? Should that not be the choice of the parents? Should they not be the ones who decide on that?
4: Uh, but Yes, yeah, the, the parents can decide, but I mean, um, with the regards to home affairs, we may not allocate the, 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 the burial space and burial grounds. Okay. Fine. The, the, the parents can take it to anywhere they wish, but not to contaminate the, the, the environment and society.
0: Well, contaminate. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much, Aloysius. Uh, uh, Sitko says, um, the final choice should lie with the parents. I cringe at the thought of destroying a fetus as medical waste. It's just distasteful. KGM says, it's easier said than done. Wait until you are the victim and then you'd fully appreciate and understand the pain of those who are affected. I'm currently helping three ladies who miscarried over the past six years and it's left them with effects that, uh, with, uh, that have far-reaching implications. I'm no expert on this, but judging but by, uh, by my three clients, the repercussions have left them permanently scarred and it's changed their lives forever. And based on what I'm learning, I can advocate for a choice uh, being left with the parents so that they can decide as to what to do with the fetus. Let's hear from Sam in Durban. Sam, good morning. What's your view?
5: Uh, good morning. I, I, I heard the debate halfway and I might have missed uh, some details. But what I, I, I know is that human tissue, one is allowed to take it away and do what they want with. They just need a note from the doctor. There's some forms that can be signed, and that goes for placenta, and that goes for a fetus that was 20 weeks. So what is the debate? Is only that maybe when you go to the funeral parlour, the you may not treat it as a body, but you can take your, your child and do as you wish with it.
0: Well, but Sam, that's know, that's if you can get it because uh, you can
5: get it. It's it's allowed in law. It's not. And again, I have somebody say it's individualized according to the doctor. But no, the law allows any person to request their human their tissue waste. You all you need is somebody to, to the doctor to sign some documents In case the police catch you with human waste, that, then it cannot be declared that it was it was uh, somebody else's. So that's all you need. You can carry your own. Uh, feature that was less than viable, you can carry your carry your own placenta away.
0: Thank you, Sam. Uh, uh, Dr. Carter, your response to that?
1: No, I think uh, um, there there might be a misinterpretation there of the law. Uh, the disposal of medical waste, and remember that medical waste, there are significant dangers to. Uh, how medical waste is disposed of and that's why it's regulated very, very strictly and uh, even in our departments and we've often been in the media for the wrong reasons in terms of how we handle and how we dispose of medical waste because it's guided very, very strictly by the Environmental Health Act. Um, So allowing uh, members of the public to carry around uh, medical waste in the way that has been described I think would, 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 would be problematic. We need to adhere very strictly to the uh, Environmental Health Act when it comes to the disposal of medical waste. Um, so so the discussion that, that we're having really is about, uh, not, not just about how do we handle medical waste, but whether, and, and I think the legal person that you had on the line just now quite correctly pointed out that there are a number of legal aspects that need to be taken into account whether or not um, the current policies um, are sufficiently covering uh, the constitutional rights that parents have, mm. uh, in spite of the fact that the unborn child, or the fetus in this case, does not have legal rights. Mm. The question that is being asked is whether, given the determinations of our constitution, whether the parents have rights to, to dignity and respect and so on in relation to the unborn child, now those are the kind of discussion that should be, we should be having with the the, the, uh, the three departments involved, and mm-hmm. that 's ourselves as health. Uh, Home Affairs, um, and uh, the Department of Environmental Affairs. And I think we certainly would be quite willing to have that discussion.
0: And uh, glad that we have started, you know, having these discussions on a broader platform like this. On the Forum at 8 this morning, we're asking, should parents have the final decision in determining the final rights for a fetus? Let's hear from Itumeleng in Mahikeng. Good morning.
6: Yes, Akina. I was not going to call you. I was listening until I heard one of the callers say, um, it, it seems like you an is a home woman, official that they will not be granting land for the burials of the because you'll, you'll be contaminating the land. I think it made me angry. You see, you, you you cannot for 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 a woman having carried this fetus for such a long time and lost it, lost it, maybe three, four, six months later, and you 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 just simply call. Uh, uh, that that baby a medical waste. I think what, what I'm trying to say is, Sakina, when we discuss such things, and we, we we craft legislations or we we mandate the, the, the people who craft this legislation to deal with such issues, let's consider Ubuntu, because these things have an emotional attachment. I mean, there are expectations that at, at some point they will be having this baby, and carrying this baby, and having lost the baby, it becomes painful to them. And, and and not giving them the right to also bury this baby with dignity. It's it, 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 it. let's consider Ubuntu when we do these things. Let's consider how the pains and, and, you know, and the emotions that were there when this woman was, was carrying this baby. And that, let, let's just have Ubuntu. And let's stop calling our fetuses medical waste. What is medical waste?
0: Really, it's, it's not nice Sakina. Like, you know, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Kolani Kulu on Twitter agrees with you, says um, what we call medical waste. Family members call a child because that was a child in the womb. Dr. Mlambo in Freenahan, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hi. Okay,
6: uh,
0: I just want to reiterate that there's
6: nothing called medical waste because now what happens is the child is start living as you As soon as the city is leaving there, then the child is leaving. That's why in most of the cases, most of the people, they don't know their age. All they know is their death. So, for instance, if you can take a seven-month-old and a nine-month-old born on the same day, they are not the same age. because the other one was there before. He had nine months. So, therefore, they have got the right, I mean, there's nothing to say, okay, right the mother or anybody who has got the right. As soon as they child to in the that child has
0: got their right. Thank you, Mr. Mlambo. And, um, yeah, so we've heard from our listeners and uh, many more messages are still coming through. Uh, Major General says, I also believe the parents should be given uh, the final say. We need closure. And Edward Temba says, my mom had a bad pregnancy a couple of years ago and the hospital wanted to get rid of the fetus, but she refused and she buried it at home. So your final word on this, Sonia Smith? Thank you. Um, I would like to
2: say that we should look at what is going on in the rest of the world. This is a universal issue, and I know for a fact that in the United States, more than 17 states have already passed the miscarriage burial legislation of which Texas and Indiana are the latest two I know of. In the Netherlands, they have also last year decided that non-viable fetuses are not to be treated as medical waste and that parents should have a choice. In France, you are entitled to bury your miscarried child or baby or fetus irrespective of the age of gestation. The the baby gets a name. It gets taken up in the population register. It gets an ID number. It validates the existence of a life because this this fetus was alive in your womb. Even though it was born dead, it's, it's the birth of death. And then I would like to invite listener, listeners to please join the page on Facebook, The Voice of the Unborn Baby, and let's stand together, like the one gentleman said, Ubuntu, let's fight for this together and, uh, and approach government with regards to, to changing the legislation to, to get, you know, along with what's going on in the rest of the world. I have also made two television programs about this issue which is on the website www.sonyasmith-funerals.co.za. There's a carte blanche program and there's also an SABC to focus program about this very issue. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Thank you for your time, Sonia. Dr. Carter?
1: Well, as I said, as the Department of Health, we are quite willing and sensitive to have the discussion. So you can give my contact details to Sonia. Uh, And we are quite uh, happy and willing to engage in the debate, to look at international best practice, uh, to look at our constitution and to see to what extent uh, we can uh, reach an agreement together, as I say, with the uh, other government departments involved.
0: Dr. Carter thanks for your time as well and the question we were grappling with this morning should parents have the final decision in determining the final rights for the fetus and judging by the messages we got I can't say definitively either way what your views are on this but uh, an important discussion all the same as Dr. Carter and Sonia both point out we need to get uh, on with you know discussing these matters and also looking at best practice uh, throughout the rest of the world uh, for For the families, I think this is much more personal and uh, they should have, in my view, a choice in terms of where the final decision uh, lies rather. So thank you so much uh, for your views on this this morning and uh, to the birthday girl, you have a good one. Kumbuzile Tabete with the latest news.